0: by the book, to get you in the spirit, this is By the Book. So hey neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This
1: is By the Book. By the
0: book. shoo be doo wada. Yeah. 500. 25,600 minutes, 525,000 moments so dear. Welcome back to buy the Book. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. I don't remember the exact date that I first recorded season one, episode one of the Corona Cup, but it has been about a year. So much so that when I go into our podcast portal to look it up, all it says is a year ago. Couldn't find the date. Didn't look very hard. I'll safely say it's been about a year. And we have learned many things in that year. Things about the world. Things about the people we put in charge of the world. And mostly things about ourselves. Throughout this, uh, well, let's see. This is episode 11 of season one. We did 64 episodes of, no, this is episode 11 of season two. We did 64 episodes of season one plus a couple of prologues. So we're somewhere in between 75 and 80 episodes of the Corona Cup. And in that time, I've learned a great deal about myself. One. One. Uh, my nerdiness, it doth know no bounds, uh, as evidenced by this side project, which is about a little over 12,000 uh, rows of a Google Sheet in which I'm trying to track who appeared in every thumbnail uh, on every show that's on the WWF network. Not original programming, I'm talking, you know, actual wrestling television. I'm in Mid South right now, I think. Mid-South. Circa 85, if you're curious, when I got tired and decided to move on to a different project. So that's one thing I've learned, is that uh, that kid who made lists in notebooks and came up with intricate dice schemes to make a tournament, um, he still exists, and I'm glad he's here. I've also learned that inevitably I will make some blunder when putting a tournament together. Usually many blunders, but one big blunder. And if you're saying to yourself, self, boy, it sure sounds like DC's gearing up to tell us about a blunder, ha <laughs> ha, you're right. Although this one's not so bad. Last season's blunder. Was my math was wrong. I messed up a lot of the brackets and there were many episodes that the matchups I talked about um, getting weren't going to be gotten. Um, That was a fairly large blunder. And while we salvaged it, it was super annoying. This one is annoying, but not that bad because I think it's actually going to be one of those blunders that are also blessings in disguise. Let me tell you what happened. I put this tournament together, 512 tag teams, which comes out to 32 pages of a tournament, 32 of course, perfect perfect bracket number. So that's good. I had sent the list of teams out to my colleagues, to Jeremy and Glenn and Brandon Banks, And I said, mark down any teams you might be able to speak about um, in this hot tag segment that I had come up with that I thought would be great fun. And I hope that you have found it great fun. And they came up with about 28 teams. And I said, perfect, 28 teams. That gives me almost every page of the tournament will have a hot tag, which will be awesome. It will be great. Oral, A-U-R-A-L, oral content. Um, And there'll be a couple of pages I can do on my own. No problem. Some of you may have already seen the blunder, now that I've explained it. Because what did I do? I had one hot tag per episode, for the most part. And each episode, we do two pages. So you can see my kerfuffle when I (laughs) took a look and was like, oh, we only have six more episodes of round one. Why are there 20 or so hot tags left? Come to find out, I oopsed. And again, blessing in disguise, we are going to fit a whole bunch of these hot tags uh, into However, many podcasts we have left. So there might be a episode that is just the Glenn and Jeremy show. It'll be an episode of the piece of business podcast um, that features a tournament. So there's lots. We're going to get two in today. Uh, that's still not going to be good enough. The next couple episodes are going to have have to have three or more. Um just to get them all in, which, again, will lead to some some craziness down the road. I apologize to Glenn and Jeremy and Brandon. I don't think they're going to be upset about how this worked out. I'm just saying some of those teams that you like might not get the sort of play that they are hoping for because uh, I expect at some point, because I did do it randomly with these two hot tags. Uh, we're going to have hot tag versus hot tag. There'll be an opening round match that will feature Glenn versus Jeremy, or Brandon versus Jeremy, or Brandon versus Glenn, or Jeremy versus Jeremy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this will test whether or not I am truly random, or if I want to put, uh, who would it be? Uh, Eaton and Condry versus Condry and Rose intriguing. Anywho, we are eight minutes in and we have not started the tournament. I have not even opened the notebook. I do have a note here. Uh, There has been a request to add a team that has recently uh, made their way onto the scene. I believe, in fact, they are uh, even uh, tag champions of a certain promotion. So we will have to keep our eye out Uh, for a way to get that team into our tournament. (sighs) Again, I'm excited, but at the same time, like I I am a little bummed that I screwed up again. And that's what happens when you don't plan these things out, I suppose. I digress. Uh, The tournament is ready. Things have been randomized. The hot tags, one is in the... page 21, one is in page 22, but I don't know where they're coming. They'll be a surprise to me as they are to you. I think I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's begin at the nine-minute mark. The number one seed on page 21 is Harlem Heat, 10 or more time tag team champions, and they are taking on i wish i had a bell ding 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 dongs ding dong one and ding dong two uh, they were dressed like orange conquistadors um, and they had a bell that they just rang constantly the entire uh, time they had a match i don't remember who they were I don't think either was anyone of major consequence. And while I would enjoy the chaos of having them advance, Harlem Heat is a real good team. Even back when they were Kane and Cole, they were a good team. So we will give Harlem Heat the obvious win over the Dingity Dongs, who then go to the consolations. Let's move to the actual randomized tournament we have. Thirteen teams for thirteen spots. We begin with a New Japan tag team, uh, El Fantasmo and Tai Taji Ishimori. Forgive the pronunciation, the butchering of that. Uh, I am vaguely familiar of this team. I very much enjoy Ishimori, especially when I realized he's like five foot two, both in height and width. He is a muscly boy, um, and is a very good light like, heavyweight wrestler. Phantasmo uh, was fine. Kind of reminded me of if, if if I'm remembering the person right, I should look him up just to be sure. I seem to recall saying to myself that he reminded me a bit of what Dean Namb... No, I'm thinking maybe that's Chase Owens. Yeah, Phantasmo, New Japan. Okay. I again, I do know who this is, but he is not the dean. That must be Chase Owens. Um, yeah, this team is fine. I am familiar with them; they're good. Taking on, oh, the Samoan SWAT team. I was just noticing in my thumbnail quest. My apologies for the fact that I'm going to reference that probably a lot. Um, how often Rikishi, A.K.A. Fatu. Uh, Shows up in some of these I think he's in world class at one point He's in mid-south He's in the WCW of the 80s He had a long career before becoming a head shrinker And then having that kind of career renaissance As obviously the Sultan And then he made a difference Or did he make a difference and was then the Sultan Either way I I have to give the SWAT team the win uh, Over this one They were really good whether it's, you know, you throw the Samoan Savage in there or not. I I'm a fan of the Samoan SWAT team. The Acclaimed. I don't know who that is. And I'm not gonna look it up at the moment. I wanna see who they're facing. The Acclaimed taking on. Oh, I will go look them up because it's time for It's the Hot Tag in the blue corner, the Mid-South Tag Team Champions, at 236 pounds from Atlanta, Georgia, Mr. Wrestling 2, and his partner at 238 pounds from Virginia Beach,
1: Virginia, Magnum T.A. Magnum T.A. had it all, the size, the charisma, the looks to be a top guy. All he needed was experience and a guiding hand. Enter Mr. Wrestling 2, a veteran fan favorite and just the sort of man who could lead Magnum to great things. The two eventually became the Mid-South Tag Team Champions, but when T.A. was named as the number one contender to the North American title, Wrestling 2's true colors emerged. The men lost a strap match to Eaton and Condry, where the losers were to take five lashes with a strap. Magnum, the everyman hero, stepped up and took his licks. When it was time for Wrestling 2's turn, he fled the ring. The master had turned on his student. Two men begin an epic feud, with Maggie eventually emerging triumphant and taking the North American title from Wrestling 2. Even still, Maggie's powerhouse style and Wrestling Two's classic wrestling background were the perfect combination during their short time together. There is no better example of a teacher-student tag team.
0: Thank you, Jeremy, for the hot tag, our first of the day. Uh, While Jeremy was telling us about the team of Magnum, T.A., and Mr. Wrestling 2, I went ahead ahead and looked up the Acclaimed. They're an AEW team. Uh, I don't know anything about them, Um, so I can easily uh, have them lose to Magnum and Mr. Wrestling 2, who will advance. If anyone would like to uh, provide a hot tag on the Acclaimed, they are free to do so, although it will only matter in the constellations. Let's move on. Ah, oh, great team. Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam. This was the era, if I remember correctly, in which they would just pair up you know, Batista and Mysterio, Booker T and RVD, Booker T and Goldust, RVD and Mysterio. Um, I have to imagine they were tag champions at one point. So I suppose I can't even say that they were a great team because I don't remember them as a team, but I can imagine them being a very fun, high-flying tag team. They are taking on Totally Buff, another random assortment. Uh, This would be the team of Buff Bagwell and the Total Package Lex Luger. Total Package Buff Bagwell, Totally Buff. That would be fun. You would have the power of Luger, the strength and athleticism of Buff Bagwell, The aerial nature of both RVD and Mysterio. Mysterio doing the Lucha Libre. RVD with more of the martial arts. Four distinct styles, which I think would make for a very enjoyable tag team match. I am giving the win, however, uh, to Mysterio and RVD. Because despite the fact that Lex Luger is in far too many thumbnails, I don't care for him. Uh, We'll see how Totally Buff does in the consolations against the acclaimed let's move on raven and tommy dreamer what a weird team and i watched this uh so when i saw this team i went no but you know the story kind of worked they were supposedly childhood friends they feuded for what felt like ever in ecw they come together raven as a fan favorite is really strange i like it but it's really strange um, To see him as a fan favorite, his big move was the snot rag where he like blew his nose in this cloth and then wiped it in the face of his opponents. And he's a good guy. It's kind of like the Nasty Boys with the Pity City when they were baby faces. You know, I like this team more than I thought I would. And they are taking on, oh, well, it was a nice idea. They are taking on uh, the Von Erich brothers, Kevin and Kerry. I spent the morning doing WCCW World Class Championship Wrestling thumbnails. So, of course, the Von Eriks are all over there. Uh, Kevin and Carrie, excellent team, have the family connection. Uh, I think we have to give them the win over Raven and Tommy Dreamer, even though I have seen more of Raven and Dreamer. I don't think in good conscience we can do that to the poor Von Eric family. They have suffered enough. Let this be the end. Anyways, next up, oh, one of my personal favorite teams Tyson Kid, Cesaro. What was it? Clap, 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 clap. clap. Fact. I call them Kidaro, uh, as opposed to Shinzaro or Shezaro, who became the bar. Uh, Cesaro and Kid again, strength, speed, big guy, little guy. Mwah. How, are they my favorite Cesaro team? I like them more than I like the Bar. I like them more than I like Shinsuke and Cesaro. I'm not familiar enough with the Kings of Wrestling to weigh in on that. They might that might be my favorite Cesaro team. Kedaro is taking on another team. Um, that I believe was in world-class championship wrestling, uh, the raging bull, Manny Fernandez, and I don't believe he was yet ravishing Rick Rude, uh, great matchup. That's a real fun one. That's another one that if you could make that match happen, simulate it, uh, that would be a lot of fun. I have to give the win, um, to Kadaro, and I'm throwing it out there into the universe, whoever is listening, however many of you are listening, the ones and ones of you that are listening, someone will have to convince me that the Von Erichs deserve to beat Tyson Kidd and Cesar. Somebody's going to have to do it, because I won't make that decision on my own. You know that about me. It won't happen. All right, we've got some great teams here on page 21. Let's see if that keeps going. We've got the Revolution. In this case, I actually wrote down uh, who that is. That is Abyss and James Storm, not the WCW Revolution with Shane Douglas. No, 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 no. Far away, Mr. Douglas, far away. Uh, This is Abyss and James Storm. I don't know much about that team. I don't remember it. It was past my time watching TNA. I know it was a thing because I've seen it, but I'm not familiar. They are taking on <laughs> Two Dudes with Attitude, uh, the team of Diesel and HBK. Well, all right, then. Now we're getting somewhere. That is my wheelhouse of Russell watching. I remember Two Dudes with Attitude. This is when they're faces, not when they're heels. And Diesel's the bodyguard. Diesel has moved on. Diesel has um, gone on to be. I think he is the champion at this point. This is after WrestleMania 11, if I remember correctly. Shawn Michaels has turned uh, into a babyface. This is in between WrestleMania 11 and WrestleMania 12. Shawn Michaels, I don't believe, has won the. Uh, no, he hasn't won the WWF title yet, because Kevin Nash left at WrestleMania 12 or soon after. So this is somewhere in that 95 range. I'm a fan of dudes with attitude. I'm giving them the win over Revolution. But again, it's not a bad matchup. You got uh, Diesel and Abyss. James Storm, pretty athletic, could probably hang with Shawn Michaels. That's a fun match. Enjoyable. Wish we could see it. The number two seed on this page is the Russian team. Whether or not you count that as Nikita Koloff, Ivan Koloff, or my friend and yours, Crusher Khrushchev, a.k.a. Barry Darso, um, it's the Russians. Again, 80s wrestling represented here. You've got the Ding Dongs, the Samoan SWAT team, Magnum and Mr. Wrestling, the Von Eriks, Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude. And now the Russians, so well represented the 80s here on this page. Uh, they will be taking on the team of Evil and Sonata. Again, New Japan, kind of bookending here. We saw one at the beginning. Uh, I love Sonata, one of my favorite New Japan guys. Should be way more successful than he is, uh, but I don't think they're beating the Russians. So, unfortunately, that's two New Japan teams. Sent to the consolation. So not, not exactly a whole lot of love for the New Japan on this page. All right. We're halfway home. Uh, here are the round two matchups for page 21. Harlem Heat versus the Samoan SWAT team. Fun match. Magnum and Mr. Wrestling 2 versus Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam. Fun match. The Von Eriks versus Kadaro. Someone better give me a hot tag. And Diesel and HBK versus the Russians. I have an easier time giving the Russians the win, if only because Diesel or Sean's one's going to turn on the other at some point. Maybe Kevin Nash is a secret Kevin Nashovich. He did play a Russian in John Wick. Oh, let's do a little actual booking ahead of this round two matchup, maybe Kevin Nash is going to channel the bodyguard from John Wick, where he has like that Russian accent and he's going to be a Russian sympathizer, just like Crusher Khrushchev. And he's going to turn on Shawn Michaels. And maybe that's how the Russians are going to win. You know, you you, you know, you don't know. Page 22. Uh, The number one team here is red dragon, not, the Undisputed Era, this is Red Dragon, this is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, fantastic tag team in Ring of Honor. And they are taking on the team, the number 16 seed of Rye Ryback Ryback and poor Curtis Axel, who uh, I saw a thumbnail and he had a shirt, I remember, better than perfect. No, no, puppy, no, Munchkin, you, you are not better than perfect. Uh, Red Dragon, we don't need to say anything, you know my distaste of Ryback. Uh, Red Dragon wins easily. I do appreciate this, though, because these are two teams that they're made up of kind of like two words. Uh, They both begin with R. They have a capital letter in the middle. That's always fun. Not sure that means anything, but it's always fun. All right, back to the random. Here we go. The first team up is Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. A great team from early WrestleMania eras. You've got the kind of the international villains uh, making you stand for the Russian National Anthem. Iron Sheik at some point, probably swinging the Persian clubs. What a great team. Take a sip of my seltzer. They are taking on high energy. Oh, high energy. When I was a kid, I remember getting, I had, was it, I think must have had like a Coco Beware action figure from High Energy. And I remember thinking those parachute pants were really cool. Never wanting one for myself, but thinking that outfit was really neat. That was in the era when you wanted those like highlighter colors. That was all the rage. I remember having like this bright pink surfing t shirt as I was probably like a second grader or a third grader. I spiked my hair. Uh, with my Coke bottle glasses, I was—I had no idea who I was. I would have loved Surfer Sting had I been watching uh, WCW at that time. It's, there's no doubt. Surfer Sting would have been my dude. Um, I like high energy. Owen Hart, the, the winner of season one of the Corona Cup, but Iron Sheik and the Nikolai Volkov just, too strong, too big, too evil. Yeah, they're gonna get the win over high energy. Oop, I went the wrong direction. The Rhodes brothers, Cody and Dustin. This is not Goldust and Stardust. This is this has to be AEW because Goldust was never Dustin Rhodes with Cody in the WWE. So this is a must be AEW version of uh, Cody and Dustin, the brothers Rhodes taking on another brother team. Not intentional. Funny how that works. Uh, We have a pair of Armstrongs here. Uh, This is Brad and Scott Armstrong. I must have been really desperate for 512 teams because I have way too many Armstrong combinations. Um, Rhodes versus Armstrongs. Two all-time wrestling families. You could have a Corona Cup of... Wrestling families. Uh, It would probably not be nearly as long. That would be like a one episode thing, maybe. Something to consider for the future, perhaps. Um, Yeah, you got to give that to the Rhodes. Sorry, Brad. I think the Lightning Express advanced. Let's hope so. But uh, yeah, but that would be, again, entertaining matchup, surely. But the Rhodes brothers get the win. Next up, another AEW team, best friends. Uh, Trent and uh, Chuck Taylor. I think that's right. Shows how little I know about this, even though they were also in New Japan. But uh, the best friends and the Heart Dynasty. Tyson Kidd or – hold on. I got to look this up. Is this Tyson Kidd and D.H. Smith or is this – I don't remember what they were in – oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It is. This is uh, David Hartsmith, British Bulldog's son, and Tyson Kidd. So that's who this is, with Natalia in their corner, uh, taking on Best Friends. Probably a very good match. Truthfully, probably a very good match. Um, We are going to continue with the family feud. Uh, The Hart Dynasty will win to take on the Rhodes Brothers, and the Best Friends will... Have to go into the constellations. I think that works. Yeah, Heart Dynasty good. Tyson Kidd getting a lot of love on this episode. Good for you, Tyson Kidd. I believe we have talked about Doug Furness and Phil Lafon on this show. I believe, let me Google it just to make sure. Yep, we have covered uh, Furness and Lafon on this show. This is obviously not Furnace and LaFon. This is the new. J- this is the Japan Canada version. This is Doug Furnace and Dan Crawford. Before Dan Crawford became Phil LaFon, he was Doug Furnace, and they are taking on Glenn. Glenn, welcome back, buddy. We missed you. I'm reaching out, Glenn. It's the hot day. Yeah. Chief Deputy Dan. Los Federales Santos Junior, the last and best version of the anti-fun police. Their motto, nobody has fun, nobody gets hurt. Tearing their way through promotions
1: such as Progress and Attack Pro, they proved to be one of the best British tag teams of the 2010s, bringing a unique blend of wrestling silly and wrestle very serious as they went about enforcing their
0: rule of no fun nada. I would really like the anti-fun police. Glenn has always said that to me and I haven't had the chance to see them. Maybe I don't want to get into it too much because this episode's going to run long anyways. But, um, you know, since I last recorded, I have like two bug bites on my thumb. I don't know how that happened. They're like, Within like three inches of each other. Anyways, um, since I last recorded an episode of By the Book, uh, we learned that the WWE Network—I won't say it's going away—but all the stuff that I care about with the WWE Network um, is going to be be gone for a while. There, it's there. The the Peacock is going to be uh, adding things slowly. And I have no idea if they're going to add all the stuff that WWE has on there. Do they care about Mid-South Wrestling? Do they care about Progress or Evolve or any of that stuff? Um, who makes that decision? I wonder. Uh, so I, I've i been fighting um, some serious doldrums about that because I had this quest and I had a plan. And I was just going to keep plugging along, and it was going to be great. And who knew? I'm getting choked up. No, I just hiccuped a little bit. Um, who knows if slash when I will be able to pick that quest back up again. Um, so it pulled me out to do the thumbnails. Haven't actually watched the network since I heard. Part of me, I think, is just a little bitter about it. Um But I have been realizing that there is some serious wrestling content on YouTube, both in terms of um, current promotions and people who have archives of uh, wrestling content. Um, So I will probably be just finding my way there. I'll fire Impact Plus back up. Um, so that's a long way of saying that I will probably try to find some anti-fun police things. Uh, and they will defeat Furnace and Crawford, if only because uh, Furnace and Crawford have already been in the tournament. And we don't need them to show up again. I like the team, but, you know, they're too much fun. Those, those suplexes and Furnace's crazy drop kick way too much fun. Got to put a stop to that. Thank you, Glenn. We're so glad you're doing well and back with us in the Bestie Chat. 3MB, speaking of fun, 3MB, this is the Heath Slater-Drew McIntyre version of 3MB, taking on... oops, lost my mouse. The Second City Saints. That would be uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana. Um... Both have names, so there's no difference there. I've watched 3MB. I could not tell you uh, anything about the Second City Saints except that they were a team and now are filing lawsuits against each other or wherever that case may be. So I I don't think anyone's going to be surprised in the sense that I'm giving 3MB the win, if only because of the second-round matchup. That's going to be way more fun. So Furnace and Crawford will deal with the Second City Saints in the Constellations. Winding our way down here, we have the East-West Connection, another 80s team. This is Adrian Adonis and Jesse the Body Ventura, which is entertaining, just imagining both of those two as a team, uh, taking on. I love this team. Too Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander Bagwell. This is the time when they were just, Marcus Bagwell was too talented um, to let go, but not talented enough to be a single star. So he was in a tag team with everybody. Scorpio, Patriot. I want to say Firebreaker Chip, but I could be wrong about that. Uh, Then he was in the American Males, which was enough of a push in that. Buff Bagwell direction to get us where we needed to go. But I like that team. I remember just getting into WCW, having just discovered it on my TV, and that was one of the teams that I really liked. And I have to, again, I'm sorry. I've never watched the East-West Connection. I don't know. I'm assuming they're connecting the, the, the country. I don't know. I'm not sure what they did. I can't tell you a feud. I can't tell you a great match of theirs. So I'm gonna go with Scorpio and Bagwell, and I leave it to you, dear friends, to yell at me for doing so. But I got, I got, I got to be true. Our last matchup of the evening, Jelly Spoons. The number two seed is uh, the team of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. We have the Shield. This is the Shield where Dean Ambrose was U.S. Champion. And Rollins and Reigns were the tag champs. They are taking... Oh! oh, oh. That stopped me in my tracks. We have a main event matchup here, dears, dear hearts. Oh! They're taking on the Hollywood Blondes. I'm doing the camera thing right now. Stunning Steve Austin, Fly and Brian Pillman, the Hollywood Blondes versus Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, I'm going to turn to my thumbnail spreadsheet. I wasn't planning on it. Hence why it's not open. But I just want to let you know that as of right now, having worked through 12,000 or so cells, um, here is where... They stand. The people on this spreadsheet stand in terms of all-time thumbnails, and you can just understand what a crazy thing this is. Uh, Steve Austin is fifth all-time. Seth Rollins is seventh all-time. Roman Reigns is tied for 11th all-time. And Brian Pillman is, hold please, Uh-oh. What am I doing? No, he's got to be in more than that. Nine? Really? He's only been in nine thumbnails? Brian Pillman? Okay. According to this, he was only in either way. Either way. Kind of lost the, th- the thread there. Um, what a matchup. Oh. There is no denying the Shield is a great stable. But I say to you, dear listener, that the Hollywood Blondes are a better tag team than Rollins and Reigns. Maybe they held less titles. I don't know. I'm not going to go check. Um, But I think as a tag team, uh, they are better than Rollins and Reigns. And so I am giving the rare upset win. It doesn't happen often. But I am giving the number 15 seed, quote, unquote, beating the number two seed uh, because, yeah, I love me some Hollywood blondes Um, to the point where, you know, if you ask me who's better, Stunning Steve or Stone Cold in terms of my own personal opinion, I have to think about it for a while. Page 22, second round matchups as we head on out into that good night. Red Dragon versus Iron Sheik Nikolai Volkov. Entertaining. The Rhodes Brothers versus the Heart Dynasty. That would be fun. Anti Fun Police versus 3MB. That would be hilarious. And then Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Bagwell versus the Hollywood Blondes. Excellent, excellent, excellent episode. Uh, There is still a team. That needs to be found a way in, but we just we, there was no way to put them in with the quality of tag teams we had in this episode. There was no way uh, to get rid of them and put them in because I want to put this team in. I want to do it in a way where they have a very good shot of winning. And that wasn't going to happen in this episode. So we'll try again. And we've got lots of hot tags because Glenn just told me he wants to add one. That he, for, he wants to add one. He has something he wants to say about another team on the list. So uh, please come on back. We got five episodes left. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Five episodes left in this uh, first round. Uh, It's going to be the Glenn Show, friends. He's got so much to say, and I want to let him say every bit of it. This chapter is closed. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me. Have yourselves a pleasant rest of your week. Nope, that's not the line. That's for the other show. Happens a lot lately. This chapter is closed. We'll see you the next time we go by the book.